But, dude, this truly was a loss. And I'm uh, absolutely. This album has been with me for a really long time. Like, I was a kid. My mom would uh, let me fall asleep to this Bad Out of Hell album. Nice. I was really sad when I heard about Meatloaf, man. I really was. And um, this just, I remember as a kid, this album was so important to me because um, when I was living with my mom and one of my stepdads, I just, for whatever reason, it was like, time to go to bed, kid. And they put on Meatloaf, and this is what I would fall asleep to. So I was real sad about the loss of him, man. Well, who wouldn't fall asleep with the 10... 10 minute song dude (laughs) maybe that's what it was you guys you guys ever danced to meatloaf i have yes i actually just reached out to one of my old classmates um since i used to dj in high school um and one of the things that you're going to mention tonight about confidence uh i remember that thing because when i was in high school and kind of had that going on um that was a huge thing for me (laughs) of the dork that i was was i would love to dance to music and I played uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Headlights song. You and know, you know that's how women pick men, is they watch them gyrate on, on the dance floor. Yep. Gyrate. Is yeah, that, is that, I love it. I mean, you know, I gyrate a little. <laughs> I, 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 whatever. Well, I got asked if I can dance today uh, with the family for today, uh, for the wedding next year. And they're like, uh, Randy, can you even dance? Can I dance? You can just, I dance? You just watch some TikTok. <laughs> Dude, that, I'm like, uh, what kind of dancing? I don't Jeez. But anyway, so this was um, obviously a big loss for me uh, being a rock guy. Uh, Meatloaf was uh, a huge influence. And it's one thing <clears throat> I did find out, um, as you kind of were talking a little bit about um, just influences but not to mention like having confidence issues with with people meat actually meatloaf got his name because his dad was kind of an asshole and was really picking on him and uh he was extremely kind of a big boy and his dad's like you're just a meat you're just you're just like meatloaf and he took that he ran that and turned it into a positive and became who he was today. Love it. And out of all those years, he took that and he always kept that as a, something with his dad that pissed him off. A reminder. Him. And a reminder. Absolutely. And he became it to be successful. Love it. And I think today's um, podcast or tonight's podcast, uh, Randy's Rock of Life with Danny and Jose, that we're going to kind of talk about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken. So um, definitely something, Jose, you kind of want to start off and tell me a little bit about um, what you're thinking. And you have questions for us, and we're going to answer them at the best of our abilities. And uh, let us know. What do you think? Well, guys, so, you know, I was kind of thinking about what theme we were going to talk about this time around. And we, we want to cover a lot of ranges, a lot of different topics. And uh, we, we get that for the guys out there, uh, for ladies, too, right? Right, right. right. there, Danny. But uh, you know, I, what I figured, I you know, we all know that we're attracted physically to the opposite sex or for the same sex, for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, physically. I mean, that's a big part of, of who we are and what we do. But um, let's talk about non-physical things that attract us to... Um, you know, our significant others or potential significant others and found this little list. I mean, some of these are not going to come as a shock to us. We all know, uh, for example, and then these are not in any particular order. Okay. But we know, uh, for example, uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, women find intelligence, for example. Intelligence is a very sexy thing out there, according to this list uh, in Society 19 that I found. And intelligence, you know, I've heard that over and over from a lot of friends of mine, you know, oh, you know, intelligence. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, uh, digging fossils or if they're, um, you know, looking into politics or anything like that. Anything that 
will allow you to hold a conversation with a yeah. woman, essentially. That's, communication is key like that. Absolutely. Dude, no kidding. I think that's accurate. I think that's a big thing. I think you can't come in with the, my favorite color is clear. You know? Right, right. You, <laughs> you, you can't come in with a dry conversation. You you got to you gotta bring something to it. Yeah, and, and my chicken I were just talking about the other day, she was like, dude, the one thing that made you stand out was the fact that you would talk. Because we obviously, in the technology world we live in right, right now, everything is coming off some sort of app or text message or messenger or whatever. And if you can't, like bounce back and forth like a ping pong ball and have a conversation you don't really know how to go is that right absolutely yep and you're, it, you're never going to know how, each other either no now, i always i used to do like questions like i know it sounds stupid but like just whether your favorite place if you could go on vacation right now where would you go if you would um if you were on a stranded island or my favorite was an elevator if you were stuck on an elevator for 24 hours and one song was being played repeatedly what would it be and for some odd reason i know that's stupid as shit that it is it would intrigue me into like well what would she say you know i don't know just stupid shit like that yeah as long as it's not christmas music i guess in my case (laughs) guys so (laughs) go ahead dan what would you say Uh, i was gonna say uh by asking those questions they they don't have their guard up so high. They let it down a little bit. Yeah. And then you get to know them a little bit better, and they get to know you a little bit better. Yep. Absolutely. What do you think, Jose? What What was your other thing? There? Well, the, you know, I, I think um, I found time and time again in, in the past, for me anyways, you know, the more sometimes, you know, we, we have a preconceived notion of what this person is and what they are. But if you, you're actually forced to get to know somebody, you will actually find traits that you're attracted to. Um, you know, and that's happened quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I like to, I always want to point out like this specific analogy with me, because I did have some self-esteem issues growing up, you know, in this particular neck of the woods, you know, being down with the brown and all that stuff. <laughs> but, um, you know, I always like to say like around, I would say somewhere around junior high, <clears throat> if I would walk into a room full of 10 females, I would care about what each one of them would think about me. Now, somewhere along the lines, maybe in high school, when Danny and I were roaming, you know, the streets uh, and the hallways of South High and everything, <laughs> um, you know, maybe that that number would probably drop down to five. I would care what half of them girls uh, would think about me. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in college, you know, you, you build that confidence, you you accomplish some things, you know some things, and you know, at, at some point in time, I really didn't care. I really didn't care what any of those females thought within that room. And I think that's when things open up. Um, and I use that because you never know. You know, in that same example, um, maybe you wear clothing a certain way and it reminds one of those females of an ex-boyfriend or a favorite uncle, or you laugh a certain way, or you wear your hair a certain way, or you have bulging muscles like Danny over here. You know, you just never know. So that's yep. that's kind of the, the best example I can give of my journey to becoming the person that I am with the level of confidence that I have. I, I agree. I mean, you know, I got bullied in seventh grade. I was... Very skinny kid. Not the uh, sculpture person. No. no. You know, uh, Chase Momoa guy that you are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and by the way, guys, we somehow ventured into number two here. We went from intelligence <laughs> to confidence. Yeah. So, sorry, audience. Uh, no. That's number two again, not that's any okay. particular right, well, order. Well, how about you take number one and number two? And go ahead. Answer those, Dan. What do you think? I agree with both of them because with being intelligent builds confidence. Because if you if you know about certain subjects and you start talking about it, you get more and more confident talking yes. to that person. Mm-hmm. And then you're able 
to switch the conversation to other materials that you're confident in and that engages more to that person's interest in yes. you right I get that. I so, like that. So, mm-hmm. that do you feel? Um, when did you hit that confident stage? Like that age for you? When did you feel like, all right, man? I think it was probably about eighteen, nineteen. There you go. What What do you think changed? Just out of curiosity, because you know it's it's a, it's a fun age to kind of like figure it out. I mean, we got somebody in the house, and well, two kids that are in the house that are that age. So, How do you feel that? So in high school, you you have. Um, Groups, you know, yeah, you got fitness groups. You got the preppies, you got the jocks, you know, you got the cholos, cholos. the cholos, the the brothers too, yep. you know. But um, you 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 always feel like somebody's judging you. But when I got to eighteen, nineteen out of high school, I just started, exp- you know, exploring, seeing things. I went down to my first party down at UNL, and it just blew my mind. All the people, and I said, you know what? I'm letting it all out. I'm just Gonna be me, yeah. And I end up being Naked Dan. Naked Dan. <laughs> Just streak in uh, it, Memorial it, it, Stadium yeah. or anything like that, Danny. Pretty close. Oh. Harper Shram Smith. <laughs> the dorms right by there. Was it summertime on that one? Uh, I think that was uh, autumn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit nippy. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> but that will build confidence. But I, I just. Just didn't care anymore. I just, yeah. that's where the, my confidence came in. It's like, just be you. Mm-hmm. And with with me being me, the ladies, everybody gravitated toward me, especially uh, in rugby. You know, mm-hmm. when we were playing, I'm like, you know, I'm getting ready to get tackled. And I'm like, push me, push me, you know, and, you know, the get a try. And these guys are like, let's get behind them. Let's do this. So, I mean, it, Confidence is definitely the, I think number one. Right, and I and I think uh, on top of that, you have to be comfortable in your skin, right? Yeah. And I think that happened for me also in college, and and you know you you get comfortable with your group of friends that you grow up with, or people that you go to high school with. But then you know you go into a university setting or any any different type of setting for that matter, and you your whole universe expands with people that you know and and try to relate to. So I, I actually learned. Uh, I met, I should say, a lot of Latinos from not just Mexico or Guatemala or anything, but I met them from like Argentina and wow. from, you know, all way down south and everything. And that kind of blew my mind. And they, you know, they look like you, Danny. They look like you, Randy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. They can have green eyes too? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. Well, I mean, I think that's it. It's, it's when you find that confidence thing. I, um, I never truly, I don't think on the, I'm going to say intelligent level. Like it, when I was younger, because um, you said like, you know, junior high, seventh grade. I mean, I was picked on, I think. You know, I was a pretty tiny dude. Okay. Like I was, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, screech and say by the bell for the longest time, man. <laughs> it was bad. It was, I was always a small guy. Um, but I remember um, just the stupidest shit. I remember, no kidding. I was in junior high um, and I was at uh, I was at Murray Conestoga when I was, when this happened. And a bunch of my buddies, who I'm still friends with today. And then we were all hanging out. We're just having fun and you know this is the age where guys are just being stupid and i remember somebody asking me like hey man what's up how's your hand i'm like i don't know beats me and i'm like oh (laughs) and i was right in front of a bunch of girls and i was like well that's fucking stupid you know and i just i don't know for whatever reason like there were certain moments in my life that like i don't know it's kind of like was just like i don't know man because i never was like a standout 
I, you know, like student wise, I played sports, but I wasn't like um, academic wise, right? So for me, it was just like um, there was a guy. Uh, there was a guy when I uh, he came to DJ my homecoming in high school. And his name went. His name was Mike Keckler, and he was from Weeping Water, Nebraska, um, outside of my hometown. And he came and DJed um, my homecoming, and I was like one of the only dudes for whatever fucking reason, <laughs> probably because of this, that I got up and I started dancing. And I had a great time, and he's like, dude, uh, I go do this all the time. You seem like a really fun cat. You want to come with me? And that's kind of how I caught my confidence because I started going around doing the mobile DJ wedding stuff, and I was in high school, and here I am, you know, pushing speakers around with bridesmaids on my speaker, and I'm like, hello, you know? And (laughs) it just was like, it it opened up a whole new world for me. So for confidence, for me personally, was music. And realizing behind the microphone, I felt confident. I mean, at first, I was like, "Here's hip hop song for you," <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. But it was so I was like in high school, I didn't know better. But then I realized I got out and danced to these songs, and that was yeah. my confidence break right there for me. Interaction, yeah, yeah, key. definitely, hands down, man. Still to this day, it was music. So, do you guys think for women, the motion of a man? draws their attention oh the guy a way a guy dances is the way he's going to be in bed 100 percent. damn right absolutely i see dudes that are like do the white boy dance or they stand up and, and this is no shit they'll stand up against the bar and i've seen this and you know this up against the bar drinking their beer oh, my girl out there but you know what dude i'm gonna be out there i'm having a good time i'm gonna try and steal your girl from you but don't get pissed off if your girl's dancing with me absolutely because you over here posting up with your tune pump chump action over here and <laughs> you, you ain't over here doing what you need to be doing right you know, so yeah. yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that because I, there's a number of bars that come up, come to mind. You know, candlelight and all that back oh, in the day. I mean, yeah. people would just stand there and not even do anything, just watch the females dance. I'm like, come on, bro, get out there. But I mean, that that notion there that you know, if you know how to work it on the dance floor, you know how to work it elsewhere. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. nobody knows that better than the down with the brown culture. You know, because <laughs> you gotta if you gotta hey. sauce them, it ain't getting all that. You know, you got it. You got it going on. That's where I learned my moves. There you go. Yeah, and that's why she asked me. She's like, uh, you know we dancing at, your, at our wedding, right? I said, no problem. I got this. She's like, no, like the Mexican dance. I'm like, oh, shit. Boys, teach me. You know, I'm like, I'm going to have to start taking lessons or something. I can dance. Get me around to uh, to the window, to the wall. But, you know. Just, just, I mean, just move to the beat. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But see, that's the thing. I always was. I didn't care. I just went out. I had a good time. I'd always go with my girlfriends. Man, we hit all the bars downtown, man. You know, I mean, it just that's what it was. That's what we used to do is have a good time and dance. And it, it, it didn't mean that because you knew how to dance as a guy that equaled you being gay. And right. I think that is a stigma right. that a lot of guys get. It's like, dude, just because you like to go out and have a good time and dance does not mean that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, just look, too. You know, girls could go out in groups and dance. Guys couldn't do that because they're like, what's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, we just want to just have just as much fun as they do. Dude, I don't, mm-hmm. I'll go to the gay bars. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Dude, great time. I learned that way <laughs> many years ago. I always think a straight guy needs a gay guy friend in his life because they can 
really feed off each other. Dude, great advice. Absolutely. I have friends, I mean, some guys that are, but more girls, I think. And I learn a lot about the female mm-hmm. on that aspect right. by having, you know, friends that are lesbians and stuff like that. Um, but it, to me, it's always been, because I, I don't know, I mean, I've always been like absorbing, learning. Absolutely. educating sponge. and i think that's the sponge aspect it's like i may not have been the greatest brains in school but i feel like i can educate myself elsewhere and you know other things you know mm-hmm. yeah and like in my case i know you know we, were, we grew up a little bit sheltered and everything and, and you know we weren't really exposed to that um you know type of person or anything like that and then i think it came somewhere in high school somewhere around there you know and i met multiple gay people and they're just like you and i Absolutely. I mean, they run through the same Dude, trials absolutely. and tribulations that we do, same love issues, same drama, everything like that is very the same. Um, it's just, you know, they go about it a little differently, but uh, doesn't mean any, you know. They watch a different type of porn. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, teach exactly. their own, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. What else is on that <laughs> list over there, man? Right, I want to well, know. Here we go. So one thing that uh, I know for a fact, um, you know, that you have to have that will bode well with females is this sense of humor. No, Who yeah. doesn't love a sense of humor, right? And I, and I used to have a friend of mine that we used to hang out, and sure, we'd hit the bars and everything, and my God, this guy was one of the funniest guys that I know, even to this day, right? He's just a fool. We loved to laugh at him. We would bring him. He would be the, the, the appropriate wingman, and he would have the girls rolling next to you know it, you know, having an after party, and things lead to other things, of course. But he, by himself, you know, showed me that a man with a sense of humor can accomplish a lot. I agree with that 100%. You definitely have to. You, I mean, in certain, certain situations, you can diffuse it. Yeah. You can spin it, and er, instead of people being mad, they're all happy, mm-hmm. and or they're like, ooh, I like him. Yeah, and I think, you know, females that find somebody that's very funny, you know, right off the bat, I think they don't see them as such a threat. You know, they're, they're not, oh, he's not. He, he's a free spirit. Oh, he, he really is just having a good time, and that's the way you look at it, somebody who's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a guy like yourself who's trying to do more stand-up stuff, and obviously the loss of Saget recently, Louis Anderson recently, um, you know, for a a guy, I think those are things that you would, like, in your mind, especially when you start doing more stand-up stuff, you think about, like... Well, what kind of guy do I want to be, like, in a comic-wise? Because there's so many different types of people that do great comical stuff. If you can make a girl laugh... I mean, I hate to say it, but you can get in her pants. I mean, I, I, I hate to say that, but it's true. Dude, if you can make a girl laugh and get her out of her, like you just said, comfort zone, she will be more opt to be like, um, you know, intimate with you. Is that correct? I, I agree. Yeah, I totally I agree. Yeah, and I hear that, and that's from straight, whatever, girls all say the same thing. Right. You know, so I, I don't know, man. I think that's, I think the, I mean... There's there's a there's a stigma that you know gor- you know dorky geeky guys don't do well. Well, I think they do, but in different ways. I'm not saying you guys are that way because yeah, I'm they, definitely that way. <laughs> they just go they just go about it in a di- different way than we do. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, we, Danny and I've talked about this just in the dating in general, like mm-hmm. the what attracts a woman to a particular guy. Is it true to say that a girl would look at you and be like, "Yep, I'll sleep with you." Yep. Like, did they know instantly? Do you yes, think, do. Jose? I've I've asked uh, numerous friends of mine if that's a true thing, and it is. I, I believe. I believe it is too. Uh, it's they already they already know. A girl will have a plan, and I've always told myself this, and I've been told this myself that a girl can dress a certain way, put on a certain type of attire, <laughs> right. and go to a bar, and she already knows when she leaves the house what her plan is. 
She fucking knows (laughs) she's going home with a dude or somebody there or she got a phone call. She got that guy. And dudes can do that, and we might be there three fucking weeks. See, that's right. the thing is, you know, they're just smarter about it. They're actually very smart, and they're they're just more low key about it. You know, not like us. Oh my god, you got a nice set of tits. Yeah, it ain't yeah, nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. these females are like, oh hey, you know, you you dress very nice. You know, it's very classy. But hey, two hours later, yep. Yeah, I just think they're they're more able to uh, dissect us. Then we are are able to dissect them. Yes. Yeah, I agree. They're just, you know, because there's so much emotion and they pick up on things real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah, and I, th- and I think with the sense of humor thing, that actually ties into, like, intelligence. Because I can't tell you how many people, you know, to be funny, and not only funny, but witty, yes. on the spot, you know, that yep. proves how intelligent you are if you can relate to that person on their level. Maybe they like Star Trek, maybe they like Star Wars, maybe they like, you know, any other popular show or whatever it may be, but if they can tie that into that person that you're interacting with, whoa. Well, for for a prime example, as our young lad, Danny over here, who's <laughs> stepping foot into the world of dating, what is... what? If, if he was to start a conversation with a girl on whatever site you choose to be on, if or at all, what would be the one thing that you would want to know about her? Like, do you throw out questions like, hey, where are you from? What do you like to do? What kind of music do you like? Do you throw the normal stuff or do you like dig a little bit deeper? Like, where would you want to go if you had a chance to get on vacation right now? Shit that's, like that. That's exactly what, what I would say because I, I love to travel. That's I, you. I would want a partner who, who loves to travel, loves to be out and adventure and enjoy life. I I don't want someone who's going to just be a, a stick in the mud. I yeah. Want, I want fun. I want action because you don't live too, too long on this earth. No. You get one shot at it, man. I think that's a big thing. I mean, we've, as we've seen, we're losing Betty White. You know, I mean, damn, no, De- Betty lived ninety nine years. Rest in peace, Betty. <laughs> Dude, R.I.P. for Betty, man. Um, but that that alone, right there, man. It's like it's just, you know, you you don't want regrets. I think that's the biggest thing. You Abs- never want to look back and have regrets. You know, and uh, try to accomplish everything you can. But um, what would be a turnoff for you? Just Smoke. out of curiosity, smoking. Smoking. Yep. Smoking. Okay. And, and I hate saying this. I I can't get into overweight women. Can't do it. Okay. Respect. Uh, Danny, come I'm, on. I, I'm in the. I'm, I'm in the being <laughs> I'm healthy. Hang out and watch this. Go ahead. Hey guys, have fun. I'm gonna drink my beer. No, go ahead. I, I, I just I I'm an athletic person. I I like to stay active, and I want somebody yep. to be able to do that. I don't I don't want someone who wants to sit on the couch every night. Yeah. Well, I get Jose, that. Go ahead. No, I get that totally. But uh, the funny story about me is, I left the whole skinny girl thing back in high school, and there's a story behind that. Ooh. But um, needless to say, you know, I don't discriminate against those healthy type out there. They need loving too, you know. True. But I get it. I mean, let, let's get let's be real about it. We have to have a minimum level of attraction when it comes to the other opposite sex or yes, you know, whatever we whoever Absolutely. we're going after. Um, we're fooling ourselves if we don't think that. Um, but you know it's it's relative you know it, some people fall for green eyes some people fall for uh long hair long legs whatever it may be athletic fit um i i don't like to discriminate there's beauty in every single race culture you name it um uh, but uh it's all relative it's all whatever you think beauty is yeah and i don't i don't i don't consider it to be fat shaming 
I don't think I think that's uh, and Danny I think uh, Jose you missed this podcast that we did with that when we talked about the particular interest in that because I totally agree is um, I've been passed up a zillion times because I wasn't built like Danny I didn't have the looks like Danny and or whatever and and it's nothing against him by any means but it's just that girl has a particular interest right. the guys we we would we be assholes because we were like you know i'm sorry I, 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 your friend's attractive she's like what the fuck's wrong with me <laughs> right. well, i'm sorry no offense but I, it, you're just not my type dude yeah. it's and it should never be well fuck you or fuck you it should be hey this is just who we are we yeah. just have different interests and do what we like respect their interests yeah absolutely and I agree with Danny man I wouldn't want somebody that just sits around and does nothing you know because you are athletic you want to travel you want to do stuff it's to each their own and that's what makes the world go round everybody has their model that they that they particularly like yeah I mean, I have a, a a very beautiful Hispanic up there, and she's with a cracker. So I don't understand, man. The world's a weird place, man. And I am though. She she's like, you're my sexy, almost sexy, and I'm like, I'm. I've tried to learn some dead words today, and I don't know what the fuck she was talking. <laughs> Sometimes when we get into certain situations, she starts rambling off Spanish, and I'm like, are you making fun of my penis? What are you doing? What are you talking about? I don't understand. You know. <laughs> She's gonna kill me now. But. So I think one thing is, as men, guys, you know, exactly to your point, there, Randy. We we we're so insecure that a lot of times we're like, yeah. oh my god, she didn't pick me. Oh well, you know, the world's gonna end. No, we have to reach a point where we have to understand that women sometimes they can have a type, sometimes they can fall in love or, or in like or whatever into. Right. Something that they didn't even know they were attracted to, you know, because I can't tell you how many times, you know, in my past, you know, they're like, oh, I've never really dated a Mexican. Oh, and I'm like, oh, yes, muchacha tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know it, they're under my spell. <laughs> but, you it's know, and by the way, ladies, I have a, a three criteria for you. You got to like karaoke. You got to like wings. And you got to like paranormal stuff. FYI for our audience. Sweet. That's all great stuff. I have a ghost in the house. Perfect. We'll talk Thank later. You. We'll have him talk to <laughs> Dude, him. we have a ghost in this fucking house. Let I me hope, tell you, dude. I hope she's hot. Dude. Uh, stay over. You can tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Let's move on to this uh, list here. We have okay, uh, number four again, not in any particular order. Affection. PDA. How, what do you guys feel about that? I mean, I've come a long way with that, but I want to hear your opinions about affection. Women love affection and PDA. Um, all right, Dan. All right, I'll go first. Um, I would say yes. Okay, so um, I'm all about holding hands. I think one of the biggest things uh, when you're in the car with your chick, have your hand on their leg when they're in the car. Absolutely. That's I just enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. um, there, I do love a girl that shows affection. If you're just standing there and you're like, ah, you know, it just doesn't do that for me. You don't want a puppet. No, no, not at all. I like a girl that knows. It's kind of. It's. I wouldn't say it's territorial. Now I'm definitely learning about territorial, but it's uh, very much about um, like showing affection, and it's on both ends. Mm -hmm. Like I'm all about showing affection, but I'm also like I want that girl to like. Yeah, that's my man. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 bring that in. One thing that I need to be a little bit better on, I've been told, um, is I need to get better at uh, cuddling um, more so once it's time to go to bed. Um, and I'm going to bust my ass out on this right now because we'll cuddle in bed, we'll have a good time, do whatever. But here's the thing: um, when it's time to go to bed, I'm like, peace out. I roll over. <laughs> 
and I sleep the way I want to sleep. And she goes, and she just there. She's like, you know, I don't know. If she's like the big spoon. I'm the little spooner. She's the big spoon. I'm the whatever. But the thing about it is, is I I sleep a certain way. I guess it's because I've been a bachelor for so long. Right. I slept a certain way. But it's hard for me um, to sleep that like a certain way with the arm around and all that. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. something I, I I'm working on. I do I do like when they when they lay on your chest and you're holding them. Yeah, that happens. I just fall asleep so quick. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. It's just it's weird about sleeping, but I don't know. Anyway, well, that's a, you know the advantage with us muscular folk, right, guys? <laughs> they just fall on our biceps and they're mush. You know, you get that. <laughs> She's like, oh, bird chest. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Danny, go, go oh, ahead. Wow, I know, right? Big bird there. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I I, I love affection. I, I love hold, holding a woman's hand. Cause you know that's uh, there's some sense of pride, you know. Yeah. Being a being a male having a a significant other or girlfriend. Yes. And you know just saying hey that's my partner. Yep. You know so holding hands me, means a lot. And then you know I, I'm old school gentleman. A lot of times I'll I open the door for the woman. Absolutely. You know, oh yeah, that's a big deal. That, I mean that no was doubt. always always put in my head by, by the older men that taught me who I yeah to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, cuddling, I don't mind cuddling. But when I'm super extremely tired, I'm like you. Roll over to this side, I'm going to bed. You can open the door a little bit, hon. Yeah, I just ba- I blasted myself out, by the way, just to let you know, hon. No, no, I told him about the cuddling problem. <laughs> that was Danny actually blowing. Yeah, that was Danny's ass back there. Usually it's Randy. Dude, it's hot in here. We all like. Sorry, I don't know what the vent issue you is. Need gas mask? No. Sorry. Right. Thank you for opening up the door, hut. All right, Jose. What is your take on that? Well, okay. And the reason I'm I'm glad we brought this one up because um, I kind of have a different take on it because growing up, um, you know. Anna can probably relate to this, you know, growing up in a family where you don't show much affection. It was hard for me to accept any type of affection early on with my significant other. Now, I learned to kind of grow into it and like it, um, but there has to be a line, too. There, there, I mean, there's a point in time where, and I've seen this, right, where the guy's like all over his woman, you know, it's a good thing to, to hold her hand and everything, but when you're like all on her ass and, you know, oh, you can't touch, this is my territory, you know, yeah, it gets don't, a little don't come, yeah, you know, that whole machismo comes in and don't look at my girl. I mean, there's some extremes out there, but I, I think there's a fine line uh, within reason. You know, PDA is fine. I'm like you, Randy. You know, I like I like some level of, uh, of affection and all that. So just don't go overboard. I mean, yeah. the quick way to lose me anyways. Let me ask you, gentlemen. Yes. When is it time to say I love you? Because that oh. was the hardest thing for me when you were talking about affection. Fuck. That I never was taught to say Danny I love you. just dropped the damn fucking nuclear bomb. Damn, bro. Why, man? Why? Oh, I got to hear this. This is good. Uh, Can you get in? Is that working? I, I want to hear this. This is good. I don't know if it's working, but yeah, I want to. It should, I'm, should be. Is, okay. Yep. Let me listen. Let me listen to this. I'm going to be, yep. I'm ready. And then after we say it, we'd like to hear hear your opinion. Go ahead. I want to hear this. Oh, hi, girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. It's oh, funny. It's man. funny how, like, nobody wants to go first. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. are all, like, stone cold silence. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, usually it takes me a couple couple months, three months, you know, just to know that it's a solid solid relationship. And uh, it, I feel it from the heart and, and feel it from my insides that, you know, that I like this person. I love this person. 
And that's when I usually, uh, you know, say I love you. I mean, it's it's hard, you know, because, you know, mom hardly even said that to me grow, growing up. So trying to say that to Your mom didn't? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It makes two of us, you know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, with me and Jose, uh, we were... We were to be tight. We were fighters, you know. We okay. weren't. We weren't shown to uh, show weakness, emotion. That was a macho thing. It was a machismo thing. Yeah. No, but but I think it also bleeds into like you know what they talk about the languages of love, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't mean, for example, like my mom, my mother, and father who didn't necessarily say I love you, but they, they showed, showed it, it in, in so ways. many other yeah. ways, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, God bless their hearts for that. But um, everyone does it differently. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think I grew up, uh, my mom and of course y'all know my mom, but, uh, I mean, she said, I love you. I think a lot as a kid growing up, uh, uh, for sure. Um, when it comes to relationships, Ooh, that's a big thing. Um, honey. Hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the first, <laughs> uh, you were the first one to say, I love you. I was. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, you I were. Know. I know. But you knew. And and let me just before I get into that real quick, does a girl know within the first like X <laughs> amount of time if she's gonna sleep with a guy? We need to know this. Yes. She yeah. does. Yeah. She does. Yeah. That's kind of what we She knows if okay. She maybe not if she's gonna sleep with the guy, but she knows if she will let it get to that Ooh. level. Okay. Yes. Love it. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So maybe not like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna sleep with this dude. No, it's like mm. I'll let them see where I'll see where this goes, and there, so we'll you're see. saying there's a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's kind of how it goes. Versus, yeah, hell to the no, we ain't getting you ain't getting anywhere in here. <laughs> so since we're focusing a little bit on the guys, <laughs> I kind of want to know from your perspective, what are like buying signs from females that oh I'm into you? So so you want to know from a female's perspective, like what signs we put out? Well, like for example, you know, it's been said that if they touch you, yes. you know, in some way, hey, no, no, yeah. So if we're talking to you and we're laughing, but we are like, <laughs> yeah, doing that, <laughs> yeah. Trust me, if we're touching you, we're into you. If there's eye contact, we're into you. Um, I've heard it's like leg crossing. If you cro- <sighs> if you cross your leg towards the guy. That I means you're I mean, comfortable that with That seems like a lot, I ain't going to lie, because... <laughs> I don't know, I just learned that I'm young, just saying, I don't know. I mean, you might have read that somewhere, but that's... that's Cosmo. That yeah. sounds like a lot of work. That's a little extra. Nobody yeah. pays attention. Oh, let me cross my legs to the right so he knows that I'm into him. No, nobody does that. It's a natural thing. No. Crossing the legs, I don't know if that's a natural thing. I mean, if you're just, if you're comfortable, if your body language shows you're comfortable. Like, regularly, like, if you do the whole cross your arms you're not comfortable you're protecting yourself yep. but if your arms are open and you're you're engaged and you're mm-hmm. doing this you're relaxed and you're comfortable with that person who you're talking to and i've heard like engaged. playing with your hair that kind of thing that can be yeah the uh the twirling, the twirling of the hair, hair. yeah it's yeah. definitely been a sign i believe sometimes and then i've heard the sign like if you get butt naked that's kind of a sign i mean if you're butt naked then that's pretty much like yeah go for it <laughs> you <laughs> got it come all on pa- like, all like right it. now it's all on go Pound-tap. you got a pass Pound-town. go ahead go get that pass go go get that pass um for, for, for <laughs> I love it. Um I think for for me I think um within the first 
month or two, uh, I really catch feelings, or if I'm starting to feel that. Um, it took me how long, honey, before I got to that point to to say the the love words. You caught feelings early. I feel like Ooh. whoa because damn, bust my because shit out. Whoa, fuck, chica, chica, yeah. he was okay. So because I got a piece of that brown. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> my man, my man. But he was very um. So from a guy, for a guy, you were very like um, attentive, and I remember it was probably like two or three weeks into dating, you had a a surprise for me. I came over, we were gonna have dinner, and you had a candle and a card. Like you had and a stuffed animal. It was super cute. I still have it. Oh yeah, yeah. And it didn't say I love you. The card didn't say I love you. There was no like. But it was heartfelt. You could tell he was catching feelings. And it was like, you know, thank you for coming into my life. You're super special. I really enjoy my time with you. It was like everything but I love you. <laughs> well, because it wasn't like my uh, normal. Uh... Mm-hmm. But it was something. You <laughs> was would... that out of character? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say For me, it was like not something that any like if I was a, just some other random dude that I was dating or seeing. Three weeks into it, no way would I be getting a candle, a scented candle, and a card and a stuffed animal. There's no way. That's six months yeah. down the line. Exactly, yeah, you might right? Might be getting a, like a restaurant bill or something, right? right? Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't get that out the gate, and I was just like, oh, okay, this is nice. This is nice. This is very nice. Hmm. And here we are, getting married. <laughs> the fuck. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, so then after that, yeah, then I kind of like paid a little more attention, and we were. I mean, we talked daily. But it, to, to go back to the very, very first thing that you just asked, Jose, is now that you're... See, this is horrible, because you can just pick at her because she's here. Um, let's get all you some girls around here, guys. Um, <laughs> that uh, the, the, the tentativeness when it comes to a conversation for a girl to a guy, that's kind of a big deal, right? Oh, yeah. Because you said there's a lot of other guys that you were talking with oh, yeah. before me that were just kind of like, ugh. So, f- you mean... And a girl can, conf- I mean, you pick that up. I mean, I think it's both ways. I don't think it's just a girl or a guy. Both ways. Like, you put out stuff in there. It's almost like, um, like I don't want to say strings, but it's kind of what it is. You put out those lines, and you go and you meet, you have dinner, you maybe have drinks. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was a good time. I'm going to do this again. I'm like, okay, cool. And you maybe, like, send a sporadic text or whatever, maybe a random phone call. And you're like, hey, yeah, let's meet up again. Okay, yeah, sure. And then you do it again. But it's very that. It's very sporadic. It's very like... Not consistent. Yeah. And not that that's a bad thing because sometimes things can grow from that. They can because ultimately sometimes, you know, we're busy. Things happen. Life happens. And, you know, and the guy that I was talking to before you, that was kind of where he was at. He had some issues with um, a relative who was in rehab like for like... He had an accident and all kinds. He was like in like rehabilitation type stuff, and he was like, "Yeah." And he told me he's like, "I really right now at this point don't have time to have a relationship or date, but I like you. Can I call you? Can I text you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." But it was it was very sporadic. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, do you wait for that person to get their life together, or do you just keep on going? <clears throat> because mm-hmm. had I just waited for him. I wouldn't be talking to you. Exactly. So then that's just it. It's like uh, what, and there there are different people who are different. I mean, because, okay, so perfect example. We went on our first date. Mm -hmm. 
I met you, whatever. You invited me over two days later. Oh, yeah. And what happened? No show. No, no, no. It wasn't a no <laughs> show. It wasn't a no show. In his mind, that's how he wants. No. My dad. I got <laughs> my dad had to go to the emergency room. Yes. And I reached out to him and I said, I'm sorry. My dad is in the emergency room. I'm with him right now. I'm not going to be able to make our dinner date tonight. Thought so it was a lie. It's Friday. No, it was a lie. Because it was a Friday night. He's, He's like, like, oh, I got to cancel. My dad's He's I go, in the my hospital. Dad's in the my hospital. dad's in the hospital. I'm with him right now. Stupid. She didn't do the whole flat tire thing. She went all the way. Dude, right? she dug a deep fucking okay. lie. Fast forward, what? six months to a year I don't remember and I yeah. showed the pictures on on Snapchat of my dad and I in the hospital I'm like look a year ago a year ago oh yeah that was me and my dad in the hospital in your face <laughs> suck yeah. it suck it yeah she came suck over on up. Saturday and and, and, and I did I, the next day I was like okay so my dad's good we're all good can I meet up with you tomorrow I said I'm good tomorrow we meet up later today he's like uh, yeah, yeah let yes. me get my woes well, out of the way see. here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Whatever. That doesn't work for me. He's you're like, my Friday but night. But I didn't know you were like that. I go, okay, but that's how I am. Like, I always mm-hmm. am very upfront. And if you, you take it, cool. You don't, whatever. Like, I'll keep pushing. But I think in that case, Anna, the, the guy, props to the guy who at least told you what was going on in his life. Because unfortunately, right. I think a lot of our peers don't yep. give a crap. Don't give yep. a fuck what's going on. Yep. And they'll carry that baggage into the relationship and without mm-hmm. notifying you and all that. And then it becomes a mess and all that. But So props to that guy for at least letting you know what's going on. Now, exactly. I'm glad my man Randy came in and scooped you up yeah. and right. uh, took care of business. Same thing. And, that's, and so that's yeah. how I always felt. Like, you know, if you can be honest, because, I mean, at our age... I mean, we have sh- There's always life. Life goes on all the time, whether yep. you have Absolutely. your parents. We ain't got time for the bullshit. No. You have children. Like, there's always something mm-hmm. going on. That's just life. That's how it is. Right. So, if you want to be a part of this or whatever it is, are you going to be able to accept it all? Because it's not always fun and games. Mm-hmm. It's not always like I'm at the bar having fun, chilling with my homies. It's like, no, so and so is in the hospital or this person has this going on or. That's a great point. You know, whatever. Like, they just lost. A- your mom had to be relocated mm-hmm. all of a sudden. It's like, dude, you can't just stop and be like, well, that doesn't fit into my schedule yep. right now. It's adulting. Gotcha. It's what adulting. are the other things it's on adulting. your list, bud? Well, we're in, and actually we touch on quite a few things and um, believe it or not, you know, I'm surprised uh, being a gentleman, you know, it's one of those lost arts, right, where people do open the doors and say thank yeah, you and all that. Yes. And, you know, for our audience mm-hmm. out there, our younger Chivalry. audience, you know, hey, exactly. Chivalry, Chivalry. is not dead. It is not dead, but it seems like it's it's subsiding. It's a dying art, and I'm sorry, um, you men, fathers, uncles, grandparents, you male figures need to show your young ones, whether it's your son, your grandson, your nephew, this is how it's supposed to be done. True that? I agree. Because they don't know. Otherwise, they don't know. All the young men out there... You know, show respect for that woman because she's showing respect for you. Mm-hmm. And if that means opening the door, open the door for her. If that means putting your coat on, on a puddle of mud so she can walk over it, do it. There you go. It's you all walk about on the outside, they walk on the inside. Yes. yes. Dude, there's, it's simple stuff, but it makes sense. That's will get the ladies to be more excited to be it around will. you guys. Is that correct? Well, also, too, by showing her respect... That actually, if the relationship was a grow, it helps the communication too. It totally yes. does. Mm-hmm. Jose, what you got? What else? Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, not only that, but I mean, just for the guys out there, I mean, have show yourself, give a little bit of self-respect to yourself, right? Because I have a rule. 
um, when I was dating out there, and I'm technically, you know, I, it's called my three com rule. If I if I have to exert more than three attempts of communication at you, and I get nothing back, then I'm cutting that line of communication because my time is too busy to be wasting on somebody. Hey, I, hey, mm-hmm. how's your day? And so on. I get nothing back. Hey, how how was your afternoon? Get back. I mean, I'm not thirsty by any means, you know. But I think it's just a respect mm-hmm. thing, right? And that yes. ties into all the whole, everything that we've talked about: confidence and sense of humor and all that. You know, we're all good people when it comes down to it, right? So I would think if I'm going to text you you at least owe me the respect to respond and say, hey, you know what? I'm not in the game anymore or I got this going on or hey, I'm dating somebody. Hey, Absolutely. all right, I yeah. get it. Absolutely. We're at an age where we, we deserve that. Yeah, I mean, I think when we both... Which, for the record, I did to that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy. Yep. Because he reached back out. I'm like, uh, sorry, And I was bro. like, sorry, I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, and, and it's the same but thing. But that's how I am. You do. I, I feel like that's a mutual respect. Absolutely. Like, you need to be able to play on that level. Like, you know what? Okay, I get it. Things happen, whatever. Well, obviously things happen on my side too, and I'm no longer available. Thank you. Good luck to you. Glad everything yeah. is going well. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's nothing wrong with that. At least for both parties, I feel like there's that sense of like closure of, okay, cool, awesome, didn't happen, next. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you know? I go with Ariana Grande's, thank you, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, we, true. I, I, there were girls that reached out right? once when you and I were started dating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm down with the brown now. I'm sorry. I'm here out. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's how it went. I love it. I love thank it. you. Uh, Jose, is there anything else on that list, man? We're going to be wrapping this up here. Yeah, we're going to wrap so. it um, Just some honorable mentions, really. We talked oh. on um, taking control. Women love guys that take control. Is that yes. correct, Donna? I mean, and that can fall into the bedroom. I mean, it can fall it's into. Everywhere, in every aspect. Perfect. Every aspect. Mm-hmm. One other thing uh, that I found interesting on there, and it kind of ties into um, affection and PDA kissing, hand kissing specifically. I don't know anything much about that, but. He does it all the time. Oh. All Tell me the about this hand kissing. Is that include I feet? He, I mean, he is will. Is it this work. way or is it this way? How does that work? Is that the, is that the right finger trick? Is right. it, oh, hand trick. Hand oh, kissing. Sorry. Kissing sorry. of the hand. Nice try. Sorry, my bad. Good Lord. Damn Get it. your mind out of the gutter. No. You always put it there. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You at least sit on it. Not intentionally. <laughs> no, no. no. What are you, you talking I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. What do you mean? Hand. Holding hands and then you reach over, you always hand and then you're like, you this? Oh, I thought you, but like when he's kissing, I thought it was like my hand was like this and I bring it like that. Dude, no, you're about to smack her in that case. You wish. Oh. Oh, you do that all the time. I can't even tell you how many times you do that. Like like on a daily, seriously. (laughs) I don't know. What'd you say? He doesn't, doesn't even know if he does it. Look at him. He doesn't even know know. he's doing it. I I told him that I need to work better on uh, cuddling at night. Cuddling, yes. I'm not going to lie. He totally needs some cuddling. So if you all gave him some cuddling skills, tips, whatever, tricks, please. I think I'm fine with the cuddling. We can practice upstairs. (laughs) No, no spoon. Uh, Danny, no. He doesn't spoon. (laughs) He likes to be the little spoon all the time. All the time. We need to invite you more often down to these podcasts. Yeah, (laughs) okay, okay. All the time. It's because of the bum shoulder, so I got to sleep on that side. Yeah, I have a bum shoulder. Okay, I have a bum shoulder, too. I have a bum shoulder, too, but I will still lay on my bum shoulder. can you fall asleep like that? I will still be on my bum shoulder and be the big spoon. And I'm like, my bad shoulder, but here I am. Why? Because I love you. Oh, she you feel bad. My, my shoulder would fall asleep on me. I had the the ex, you know, sleeping on, on my my shoulder, and I'm like, I cannot feel it. Dude, that's what it is. But, Your arms you, like, did you? How can you, you sleep at night? You suck it up, and you're like, 
Thank this you, Danny. This is the best. This is the best. This is the best. My arm, but, I can't feel it, but this is the oh best. Oh, my God. I think there's an objective involved with that, because 30 minutes now, you're... Yeah. We, we know how you think, Danny. Yeah. True that. The last honorable mention on here is, uh, and I think something very important, I think, is just uh, being, you know, still being playful, being flirty and all that. And and I think with a lot of older couples, they lose that over time. And that's where a lot of issues are like, oh, you hear the women, you know, oh, used to be so good. Yep. Used to be so cute and they flirty get, with me. Buy me flowers. They and, get too serious. It, yeah. it, it's the daily in and out. And we've talked about it this. It gets monotonous. Yes. And yeah, every day. you get in the routine mm-hmm. and you forget what brought you to that point yep. absolutely yep. Mm-hmm. i i can attest to that with my relationship yep. you know mm-hmm. I, I was playful i love i jokes. love the playfulness the spontaneity the yes random acts of yes. the just because things like here's this just because i love you here's some chocolate just because here's mm-hmm. let's go out just because like why just because so it's not good just to go out and buy flowers and candy just to try to get some right because there's people that we've been learning about that do those things Yes. Yes. They're young and they don't know any they better. They don't know any better. And they that's don't know stupid. any better. Yes. Because they will understand that that does not how that that's not how that works. It's not. I think the one thing that we're I mean, just us personally are trying to do is we are gonna try to do like a hotel weekend or leave just for a day just because we don't have a lot of time for us. Right. When there's shit going on, kids. both of us full time jobs with jobs. kids, sports with kids, and school and everything else, we don't have a lot of time to. Mm-hmm. So there was something that I tried to do with you, and you didn't really catch on to it. But I'm going to keep trying. Oh boy, oh, I feel shit. like we can. Oh fuck! Here we go. Go ahead. It was the just because basket. So do you remember? It was I don't even remember how many months ago it was. It wasn't anything special. There was no birthday. There was no holiday. Yeah. And I left you. Your little basket that you had given me as an Easter basket. I thought that was Easter, though. It, no, you gave it to oh, me shit. as an Easter My bad. basket. Yeah, you gave <laughs> it to me originally as an okay. Easter basket. And what did I do? I turned around a couple months later, weeks, I don't know what you it was. You put something in there for and just I put because. Stuff in it just because. And I told you it was a just because. And you're like, what's this for? I go, just because. Like, there's no re- rhyme or reason to it. It's just because I love you. And it was like your favorite candies, <laughs> some things for your car. Peanuts, M&Ms. <laughs> yeah. Just stuff mm-hmm. because. Okay. And you were like, okay, cool. And you took it and you were like, that was it. And I'm like, yeah. So the idea of it was... <laughs> fail. The idea fail. of it was for you to reciprocate and for it to be like a go-between oh. of, okay, then you on your side, when you're ready, make it a just because. Honey, I love you, but here's the thing. I, I just learned what the fuck Snapchat was like three know, months ago. Oh, I know. So I don't you're even know what it just because. You're not the sharpest This is the intelligent tool. part, I fellas. I get it. So I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure maybe if I would have left a note, a little more, you know, I don't know. I needed to give more okay. direction. Okay. I've I never had it. a girl in my life that it. did that kind of shit. So thank you. Here we go. You just talk to us. We will inform him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Yes. Busted. Honey, <laughs> always a good time when you pop in. <laughs> <laughs> I need a saying. shot. We need a lock on that door or Damn, something. Shit. <laughs> I think I can lock it from the inside, actually. I so know about it. Let me, let me ask you gentlemen a question cut i hate I these you, parts i know you love getting flowers i love but getting flowers what about you guys randy loves getting flowers what okay oh, i've sent him flowers yeah she work. sent me flowers to work i have sent flowers to work before and he loved it he was like, like a kid in a candy store. because like, it was it, and i will admit it was something I mean, the girls I the guys it. the guys made fun of him and they're like oh you're so girly he's like i don't care 
my chick loves me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, exactly. I, I Own that, that shit. I think that's kind of how that went. Yep. Somebody get a BJ. Yep. <laughs> Own that shit. That's kind of how it went. I was like, oh, look at this. Mm-hmm. You know, but no, it was. Somebody uh, delivered flowers to work one day, and I was, yeah, I was stunned. And I honestly, I don't recall that happening many off many times at all. He was like, that was the first time somebody sent me flowers. I was like, what? Really? Yeah. He's like, yeah. As a dude, it doesn't happen. I'm like, no, because what did you say the other day? Yeah, it was cool because I ran across the story that said most men, because of the society that we live in, and right. just to your point, you know, we're, we're machistas mm-hmm. and all this and that. Most men will not get flowers until their funeral. Oh, Ain't that crazy? That's sad. That is crazy. That's sad. so sad. It is sad to hear. I think I should get you flowers just because of that. <laughs> that's, that's super. I'm gonna get you all flowers. <laughs> that's super sad. Yeah, it's. It, but Aww. it's true. Guys don't get flowers, man. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's just something about it. Doesn't need to be flowers. A plant. I, there's just something about getting that special delivery at work. And it doesn't necessarily need to be like on a special day. But like, yeah, getting acknowledgement at work. Right. That, you know, they're calling your attention. The office is calling you. Somebody brings it to you. And you're like, hey, this came for you. And everyone's like, oh, what, who, what? It's just, there's just something. Because it makes you feel that much more special. Because it's like, mm-hmm, oh, right. my special person thinks of me. And they put it out there. And now everybody here at the office knows that I'm special. It's uh, just, yeah. That's on why that women note, love flowers at work. Valentine's Day is coming up, folks. It's on a Monday. Not going to lie. And Danny, mm-hmm. um, I, don't I will send you that. flowers just because you need flowers today, I guess. I, don't hey, know. I, I love flowers. I just bought my first plant. There you Ooh. go. I bought nice. a two-inch plant. Nice. nice. Sitting in the bathroom. You got, you got a name for it yet? Chuck. Oh, <laughs> guys, thank you so much, man. We have gone quite a long time on this. Jose, is there anything else on that list you want to ask or anything like that? Um, it was a great topic right there. Yeah, man. you know what? I, I think you guys ended on a great note because I think in order for a relationship to thrive, you do have to do things out of the ordinary surprise your significant other send them flowers when it's not valentine's day when it's not mother's day when it's not I mean, all those crazy things so um my ex always used to say uh, you know at a point in time where we're reaching our relationship you know you go through the like you the like part of it and then you go through the loke part of it which is right between like and love, love. Yep. and then you go through the love so i thought that was always something yep. that stuck in my mind it's like i'm in love with you and i'm like oh that's kind of cute never heard that mm-hmm. in my life right yeah. so there you go danny use that from now on when a female gets in that loke a uh, phase start jumping up and down there you go boy. twist and shout <laughs> twist and shout not even on the market what do you want to do for valentine's day real quick well first of all we're having a super bowl party which is a day before so you're not going to be here on the day Sunday, before valentine's day is a super bowl yep yep i'm gonna be honest valentine's day i'll probably make me a steak and potato dinner for myself and have a bottle of wine there nice. Nice. There you go. I do love my wine. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. Oh, yeah. We'll swing by the adult store if you need any, right? <laughs> I mean, I, we'll chip in. Okay, can C-ring. you make her, about, can you make her uh, 6'2 and rubberish? Rubberish? So, you really <laughs> want her taller than you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just All checking. Right. Just Long checking. legs. Okay. Got to think for uh, Olympians or something. Right? <laughs> Good, making sure. I do. Okay, Jose, thank I'll you so much. Yeah, no problem uh, for all of that. That is awesome, Danny. As always, thank you, honey. Thank you. Always put me on blast. You know it. Love you. Uh, you are on a spanking later. Whatever. <laughs> As if. And thank you for the audience for listening to us. Yeah, absolutely, man. We have a uh, somebody that's listening in the Netherlands. 
Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I checked on the map and I was like, what? One in Singapore, one in Netherlands, and of course a bunch in the United States, which I thought was really well, cool. So hello to all of you out there. Yeah, no shit, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for swinging by on a Sunday. Uh, I don't even know what the football score is from the Chiefs and Bills right now. It was tied at halftime when I came down here, but yeah. I don't know. Danny, can you pull it up quick? I want to know. It was. As we know, know, the Rams won today. They did. You, you believe all three games so far have been won by a field goal? Yeah, yes, that in the last seconds. Crazy. A field goal Four in the seconds last left. seconds. And it's all been field. Dude, three games. So what's the score? 26 21 Chiefs with 236 left, and the Bills have yeah, the ball. We got time to go watch oh, it. Yeah. Right. We got go. to. We gotta go all see right, it. guys, thank you so much. Elvis. Randy's rock of life.